This is Mike's joint. Woo! That's a- This mine do not look like- Isn't it beautiful? Oh, it is beautiful. It's an art form, man. I love it. It's so therapeutic. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm kind of the one that finds it more therapeutic for packing a bowl where you like rip it apart. You put it in there. <laughs> See, I'm a grinder for the bowls. ice in there. Really? Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll use a grinder, but really, I, st I like to like just meticulously yeah. pull little bits off of it. And you have little stickies on your totally. fingers. You know, yeah, and you're like, smells good Ooh. later. You're like, Ooh. There's a little terpenes on my fingers. Yeah, it's nice. It's a whole yeah. system. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know where to start. We can start with that right here. Light it. Yeah. Light it up. Right on. Thank you so mm -hmm. much. Mm -hmm. Welcome to a special episode of... Toblore. To celebrate 420, we have some special guests. Hey, what's up? I'm Meg. And I'm Galen, and we, we work, work in the cannabis. cannabis. We're going to get high, tell some stories, and talk about... Tumblr! down and sped up all at the same time oh weed such a fantastical thing <laughs> such a fantastical thing where did i have it brought lighters. oh i took it okay put it in here a whole jar of lighters that's a, that's just, smart yeah, yeah that is pretty smart it is very yeah. smart i just it, reuse it lives right there in the middle of everything along with our ashtrays <laughs> yeah I have to keep mine attached to me Facts. we'll keep one here <laughs> yeah. for you and me Working on a farm yeah, right now. Totally. Nice. I've been Which farm? About a year and a half. Uh, Dow Gardens. Dow Gardens. I don't yeah. think I've heard of. Is Spelled it... T A O, but it's like Taoism. Like... Yeah, exactly. Hundred okay. percent. All right. Is that uh, Eugene? Is yeah. That... Okay. Yeah. I love your ink on your hands. Thank you so much. The same lady did like my whole right arm too. She's love her. Awesome. Go Where do you go? She's um. She doesn't work at a shop, mm -hmm. so she just kind of does it low key, but. Yeah, it's kind of, I prefer it that way because we just like smoke the whole time and just like chill, right on. you know what I mean? That, <laughs> will, be, that will be my day tomorrow. That's, That's your awesome. day tomorrow? Yeah, Meg is going to tattoo me that the, she's, uh, not you. My brother's girlfriend's name is also Meg. I love that. That's so, does she, is her full name Megan and stuff and she it's just goes Megan. by Meg? Solid name. Yep. Solid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very solid. Yeah. It sounds like we need to do a tattoo episode. It's on the list. Oh, yeah. I that have a. Awesome. I want to do a whole little mini series on body art. So yeah, like tattoos, piercings, piercings all yeah. that. Mm -hmm. Scarification yeah. is so mm -hmm. fascinating. And there's so many cultures that actually yeah. do it. Like, I'm down. I'm not lying. I would yeah. be down to get some scars. Yeah. Yeah, every time I mean, get some it's not scars. much different than getting tattoos. No, yeah. it wouldn't be. It's yeah. pretty much the same healing process <laughs> and everything. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna pass. Stop. It's um, getting down there for yeah, me. I think. Uh, Unless you've got something to stick that in, so that you. I, I mean, mean, I have this. Sure. Yep. I mean, oh, if it yeah. fits. The Cruella Deville device. Yeah. Woo! I love those things. I think Whoa. they're amazing. I liked, I mean, I, if smoke took. so tincture bottles, you know, they have the little squeezy glass. Yeah. yeah those make actually really great holders. Yeah. Like when I, uh, uh. I 
back when I had to smuggle it around, mm -hmm. I would take an empty tincture bottle, clean it out. I would store my bud in little broken up nugs, and then I would just pull that out and use it as a pipe. That's fantastic. It's yeah. glass. Clean. No, my roommate taught oh me that. I was just gosh. like, Jora, you are a genius. I'm mind blown right now. That's right? That's very that smart. is such a That's very cool. My brother made me. <laughs> my brother made me this pipe. That's cool. And he's Clean like, it. I left the, the bark on there so that if you were smoking somewhere, you shouldn't. You can just take it apart and just throw it on the ground. <laughs> and it wouldn't yeah. even look like anything. Like yeah, Dang. that's pretty cool. <laughs> Stoners are so smart. I have this one thing. It's called, uh, yeah. I wish I would have brought it. Damn. Uh, it's called a smoking stone. It's basically this, but it's like a stone mm -hmm. and it's got a hole through it. And it's just like really nice to hold. It's like, it's like, like you can make it out of yeah. different, like materials sure. or, but it's so often of stone that you can carve right like right which would make it like a crystal yeah <laughs> that's what <laughs> crystal. yes that would be some like energetic yeah. shit yeah, yeah, are you charging it at that point or i feel like it's a little bit of both because you're placing There's that herb in there you're yeah. lighting that herb with the fire but you're also intaking and you're like charging sure. yourself that, I don't know if I believe in crystals, to be honest, but I That's think there's totally something to be said, though, for the different chemical makeups and I the energy they And the shapes <laughs> and how they're specifically faceted and stuff. Like, I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if, like, science was like, yeah, actually, this is a big one. I think I'm good. Yeah, I think yeah. That, that's pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. Galen's mouth? <laughs> <laughs> it's a low THC, high CBD. It's oh, nice. lovely. Uh, that's the that's the type of, type of strains I like to smoke. Excellent. I don't think I have a lighter don't on me. Enough. Well, there we, we have a whole jar. We do have a whole jar. I just thought I would, uh, you know, I'm someone who will use white lighters. Thank you. Do it. Uh, do I know it. it's like a whole fear people it. have, but uh, it's kind of what I like about white lighters. I don't know. I don't know where this people whole fear. People are terrified. Yeah, people I think are it's afraid. because it's like the tw under 27 club or like a lot yeah. of artists that passed away super young always had a white lighter on them. And so mm -hmm. it became a stoner conspiracy that if you smoke with the white lighter, it's bad luck, yo. I really oh, no. love that we are sharing our weed stories without even thinking about how much we're sharing our weed stories. <laughs> that's so I true. I love this. I'm sorry. I, just, that's, I had no idea. But that's super cool. I, I learned think. that, like, I think middle school yeah. when I first started mm -hmm. smoking, I like heard that. And so I've never had a white lighter. Yeah. But there's people like Galen that are just like, you know, screw mm. the system. I'm using a white I lighter. I use it because you don't lose it. Yeah. That's what you don't no, lose because no one wants it. No and you just it. go, is this anybody's? No, because it's white and it's mine. This is mine. This is my white lighter. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why you'll always be able to find white lighters pretty much everywhere. Like, yeah. whenever you go to, like, little corner stores, white lighters, they're still well, stacked. Well, the <laughs> even the ones that have these wrappings on yeah. them, when you take the wrapping off, it's white underneath. It is. Yeah. That's very true. Some yeah. people are very superstitious like, about totally. it. Totally. Yeah. I'm like, my life is bad luck. You. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get, like, a, like, a, what, what's that one Uno card? Like, back on you, card. Reverse. Whatever. Reverse card. Reverse. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, universe! <laughs> oh my god. That's, That's solid. Awesome. There's uh, um. your white lighter back. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, I have another one as well. <laughs> what is this one called? It's called Coffee Cake. Oh. Yeah. That makes me warm and fuzzy inside. <laughs> uh, uh, I really love this strain because. The, the two-to-ones and the one-to-ones, you know, like, 
have a lot of adult things to deal with all the time. And I'm just like, oh, I can't be like wrecked constantly. Yeah. So I like these ones because I'm like, oh, I just get this nice, light, upbeat feeling. Really good for like uh, fighting off bad days. You know? Right on. Yeah. It's, it's really uplifting. That, yeah. That's what I love about it. I love uplifting strains. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like THC strains, high THC strains, they're just too loud. You know, you're like, my brain is fuzzy. <laughs> It's true. My brother likes the high THC ones. He likes anything that he can get to just dampen. Right. <laughs> Super heavy strains. Yeah. yeah. It's medicine. If the yeah. loud the loud helps you, that's you know, yeah. that's your medicine, that's your strain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if you guys my when I, I was let's see. Twenty seven. Twenty seven was a big year for me in my life, apparently. I got my first tattoo uh, when I was twenty seven. That's when, that's when I lost my virginity. I was a little late bloomer. <laughs> but I was like I was wanted to be deliberate about it. Like yeah, I was to the yeah. point I'm like, there you know what? I want to enjoy it. I want to make sure that I have a really At least good... you figured it out yes. early. Like, you knew that you wanted that and you stuck to it. Yeah. You know, I feel like a lot of us wish we could have done so. <laughs> I mean, there are other yeah, things that I regret as well, too. Perfect. So I think yeah. that's just how life goes. But you learn from it. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not going to camp on this. <laughs> Set up a tent. It's okay. <laughs> oh, I want... You can always be relit. It's all good. Anyways, um... <clears throat> hate when that derails my thought process. They'll come back. All right. 27. 27. So I was this place in my life where I was really enjoying enjoying experiencing new things and learning about shit. And my brother was the one who uh, got me high for the first time. But we had spent years in our, like, in our friendship as young adults sort of talking about weed and what it is and understanding the history of it and, and not being swept up in a lot of the propaganda. And that's when I started going, okay, there's a lot of really amazing shit out there. I had no idea that it was being neglected us by it's being illegal. Uh, and I stumbled on a TED talk that I was just like, uh, there, it was like the Boulder, Colorado one. And they talked about the creation of the strange Charlotte's Web. And it's just this amazing story about a young child that is plagued with seizures and cannot live a normal life. And this CB strain has actually helped her brain tame the seizures and be able to function. Mm -hmm. It was a beautiful story. And it's like her parents had to move to Colorado so that she could have access to the cannabis Mm -hmm. just to have a life. So they picked up their entire family and had to relocate and make ends meet in a whole new state with no support network. And if they ever visited their family outside the state, they'd get arrested immediately. that and if their kid had to go into the hospital and was tested that's when they would get arrested yeah so it was it was really eye-opening to how debilitating um we have created just a shitty situation for people anyways and the group that started it um have a non-profit organization called realm of caring and it's directed towards educating the public about marijuana the research that they've been doing been able to do with it and the people they've been able to help and why and just educating the general public hey this isn't something that should be vilified like it has been it needs to be understood and treated responsibly i know it's pretty neat i was very taken with being able to be like yeah this is this isn't just because I want to get stoned. It's also because I believe in its ability to make a difference. 
<clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's definitely been crazy to see the evolution of that. And like even my mom, when I was younger, she was, you know, raised in that time period with that propaganda, you know, against yeah. cannabis. And, you know, so she was really against it in the beginning, you know, stages of me consuming cannabis and stuff. But mm-hmm. it's really cool to see her now just totally accepting and um, w- wanting to learn more and know more, actually. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's we're really thankful to have open minded people like that to help get cannabis legalized or, you know, recreationally legal and stuff. Yeah, it's changed my relationship with my parents, actually. Oh, right. Wait, in a good way? Yeah. Okay, I was going to say. (laughs) in a good way. Well, because, like, when they had me, I'm the oldest, they were like, all right, we're we're parents now. We need to be responsible. So they, like, they gave that up because it's illegal and it wasn't a responsible thing to do when you're raising a baby. That's when you need it the most. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But it was really funny because as I got out of high school, my brother was a senior and it was so close to like, we're adults now. We're both over 18. And so my dad was starting to dip into and have his own stash out in his shop. (laughs) And and my brother caught him (laughs) getting high one afternoon. But he pretended he didn't notice. (laughs) So the whole time my dad has always been like, could he tell? I don't know. And we had one night over dinner where we were talking about, like, the first time we realized that our parents were stoners as well, just had given it up for a very long time. (laughs) And so to have that, like, open candidness with them, they were just like, oh, thank God, I don't have to keep it a secret anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Even my mom has really relaxed about it. She was, she struggled with it at first, but she's a bit more conservative in her views as she learns about things and so but she comes around she doesn't smoke but she loves her edibles and she loves the topical stuff so she's definitely been able to like relax and understand its benefits too so that's great yeah I think it was it's a necessity too as you we are adults now and like coming to terms with our own childhood traumas and have conversations with our parents as adults about it it's a really unique space to be in when you realize that your parents aren't these like all-knowing things, you know, and you did as a child, yeah. you're like, well, you tell me what to do, so you must know everything. And you become an adult and you're like, oh, life is really hard and they were struggling and doing yeah. what they thought was best. Yeah. You know, hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. I grew up on a military base. So. <laughs> no way. Oh, oh yeah. man. No way. Where? Um, I balanced between Quantico and... Camp Lejeune. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. That's intense. That's intense. I mean, it was, it's, I mean, it's not intense. It's just a it gated community. <laughs> I feel like it'd be so much more, I don't know, I'd be so, so much more scared to do anything or like, I paranoid, I guess is better I mean, word. you commit a crime, it's a federal one. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. uh, no. So that kind of deters you from doing that. stuff. <laughs> and also, if you just keep doing shit you'll get kicked off base dang that's just what happens Mm. yep it's no wonder you're a folklorist (laughs) (laughs) what do you mean you said you needed community that's true i feel like that is kind of i also got extreme culture shock Mm -hmm. when i moved into the civilian world (laughs) (laughs) there's also something to be said to have that otherworldliness experience too though to to it's fun as an outsider or as a from a different perspective it's a lot of fun Mm -hmm. i mean 
I miss Marine Corps balls. I'm not gonna lie. Those are the best. My brother is a Marine, and they're so cute. I love seeing all the pictures. They are better than the Army, the Navy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They are better. They are. I, I they have are. to say, they're probably top notch. They are. Yeah. <laughs> the cake. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. What about the Marine Corps ball makes it the best? So many things. This, this, the CO dances. Like, he always gets on the... So this is the guy that's in charge of everybody. Mm-hmm. This is the guy that's super serious. A colonel, sometimes a general, lieutenant colonel. And they're just... They're on the dance floor. And they're just the silly... It's essentially a school dance. <laughs> and they're in uniforms. <laughs> but it's a ball. How amazingly awkward. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I don't know. I have mixed feelings about that. <clears throat> I didn't like high school dances though, so. My oh, same. I'm on that boat too. I did <laughs> not like those. I, don't know. I was also homeschooled, so like, uh, yeah. school oh, dances were weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, only half the time. Only half the time. That joke is only half true. <laughs> That's a good joke, though. Oh man. Hades wants the chef. Yeah, I bet he That's does. So <laughs> it's delicious. This raspberry topping is very fresh. Like, so cool. like it tasted like fresh, like home picked raspberries. I was like, oh, that's really good. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you like raspberries. I don't know why I put a cookie in my mouth. That was a bad time. I was going to say, that's like the worst moment. We're definitely not ready to go now. Uh-huh. I, I debated cookie it too, cake. but I was like, man, nah, I'm chugging water. I thought cookies not going to help. I always think a cookie's a good idea because I got a terrible sweet tooth. Oh, mine is like off the charts. <laughs> like, I love candy. I know it's horrible for you, so I really try not to eat like the gummy worms and the Sour Patch Kids and the freaking Snickers and the Twizzlers. Well, now you're just being brutal here. You're just naming <laughs> all a gu- bunch of good stuff we don't have. Yeah. Go like, love Snickers bars. And... Have you ever had the Snickers ice cream bars? Oh, yeah. They're amazing. Unreal. Yeah. <laughs> amazing. Yeah. yeah. I was. I don't know what it is about those in particular they're delicious my mom loves them it's like her favorite thing you bring her one home she's like super stoked have you ever frozen snickers bars i haven't but i feel like it would be the equivalence but the the ice cream is just just, like melting your mouth super Mm -hmm. crunchy it's just very very crunchy but i enjoy frozen snickers bars so dang i'm not a huge twix fan too much caramel Mm, I get that like a milky way i'm getting a milky way actually Mm. you know it's funny twix actually had for the longest time, two different kinds. They had the peanut butter Twix and they had caramel Twix. Oh. But you don't see the peanut butter ones around very often anymore. I think they did a bunch of they used ones, to. like a cookies and cream one. At yeah, one they've done that. Episode. Yeah, but for a while there, the awful. peanut butter and the caramel were <laughs> equally good. present like on oh, the bar. It wasn't just like a good. seasonal thing or right. whatever. But now I'm like, I don't see people keep keep it in stores anymore. Mm-hmm. So. Kit Kat's been going off the chain though with all the like different flavors that yeah. they've been bringing out. Most of them loves those not very good, cookie. But... <laughs> <laughs> they are trying. I they are putting it. out content. That's what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Putting out some content. They just taste waxy to me. Yeah. It's all about M&M's for me. I mean, oh, no. I'm all about M&M's. Oh. My favorite M&M is the uh, uh, pretzel M&M. Oh, 
I will <laughs> destroy a Costco money. bag of pretzel okay. M&M. That's debatable. You think the pretzels in there made a better regular M&M's? I don't even... Nah, it's regular like Reese's M&M's pieces. are fine. That's not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, Reese's Pieces, no. No. It's I don't know why it's different, but it's... I know yeah, some yeah. people that love it. Totally. Yeah. My mother. <laughs> I don't mind it. <laughs> I like peanut butter, though, so anything remotely oh, peanut butter true, flavored true. gets me. I, Even I if don't it's not like, that great. I don't better. like artificially flavored peanut butter things. Yeah. It's disgusting. I like peanut butter. Because sometimes they get it really like chalky. peanut butter. Oh, yeah. Just peanut butter. Peanut butter. Don't put it Chunky in chocolate. Don't put it in... Like anything, just yeah, peanut, peanut butter. butter. Just peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> Straight out of the container. Right into the just. Adam's peanut butter. Oh, yeah, okay. Did we cover everything on your list? Almost. Cool. Almost. Just about. Um, oh, hey. We want to know a little bit about you guys and how you got into the cannabis industry. Oh, right on. You, you send it. Oh, me? Oh, God. I got to start. Uh, well, I mean, I kind of sold a little bit in California before I came up here. Like, 10 years ago, I was, I like to say, like, I was the guy you met in the darkest part of the Winco parking lot next to all the stray cats, like, you know, oh, yeah. parked there. <laughs> it's like, okay, he's going to be right over there. Yeah. I mean, I sold to like a couple people, not a lot. Uh, but when I moved up here, I actually worked at Starbucks, which mm-hmm. was, I mean, yeah, it was Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> I did that for about three years, so I can identify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Starbucks. Yeah. Starbucks, yep. dude, Starbucks. Uh, dude, Starbucks. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to, like, just start going off on Starbucks. Actually, it's a whole other conversation. I was working at Starbucks when I got stoned for the first time. Oh, what? Yes. Oh, I mean, I wasn't at work, but, like, that's during my time at Starbucks was, was during also my introduction <laughs> to weed. Yeah, I was stoned. Through every shift of my Starbucks career, <laughs> and I got partner of the quarter twice in a row. Damn. <laughs> Which, Damn. you know, what are you gonna do? <laughs> I worked at a Starbucks. I'm just loving all of that. And <laughs> you better try some of that cheesecake. <laughs> no, no, I've, oof, it looks very looks delicious, but a water skull in my name all the way. Right on. So I worked at a Starbucks. And I just frequented, you know, a dispensary. I think this was like late 2015. And, it, you know, the cannabis industry was just like blowing up. It was just like everywhere. Everyone was starting dispensaries everywhere. And it was it was kind of crazy times. And uh, I just frequented one and they were like, hey, you uh, should work here. And slowly but surely, I'm not going to go through the whole rift. But man, slowly but surely, people just didn't actually want to be in the cannabis industry. They just didn't, they didn't know how to actually get into it and like sell it and treat it like medicine. And, you know, they just were looking at it like a business and I just kind of moved up and now like, boom, I, I ended up being in it and I feel like I can make a difference in the position that I'm in with, uh, you know, keeping people aware of, uh, how wonderful it can be. And for the differences that people use it in, like, um, some people like to party with it, you know, no judgment. I like to party stuff, you know, you get really, really stoned. Uh, but some people really need the medicine for it, you know, and the medicine could be really different for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I stay in it. That's what I like to say. That's why I stay in it. 
because I feel like it definitely needs people to make that positive change of where we want to see weed go. You know, it could just go completely corporate. It can go completely Walmart, you know, unless we stoners that we always loved it. You know, we've always been around. We've always been smoking it before legalization and we should help choose where it goes. And that's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping to be able to do at least a little bit. Cool. Uh, and that's why I stay. That's why I stay. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. What about you? Oh, man. I started smoking weed when I was 12. I got suspended from school the next day. It was a rough <laughs> one. Okay, that's how my cannabis journey started. <laughs> it was awesome. I got suspended another time in high school. Kind of sucked. And then um, I moved down to Oregon, I think, when I was about 19 or 20. And then obviously it took a year or two to get into the cannabis industry when I was 21. But I started my first job at Space Buds, the dispensary. <laughs> uh, the owner, Mike, is so solid, super cool guy. Um, so, yeah, I was really chill working there. I worked there for maybe half year to a year. And then um, one of my friends got me a job trimming on a farm. And I knew from the very beginning that I wanted to grow eventually. Like, that was my end game. That was my goal. Um, I did some, like, slight growing, like, before recreational times with just some random people and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Just in their backyard, so nothing crazy, but plants are, like, a huge thing for me, and I really appreciate everything they got going on. So I knew growing was going to be my end game, and I started trimming um, at a farm and saw, you know, got to see firsthand what recreational growing really looked like, um, and was just immediately drawn to that, and so... Every grow job that I've actually experienced has been like right place, right time. Like the growers leave or they quit or something. So my first grow job, um, they, the growers that were working at that time just left and quit. And so they were trying to assemble a grow team out of who worked there already. And so that was something I had brought up, you know, to the owners a couple of times. And so thankfully I got the opportunity to grow there. I was an assistant grower for maybe seven to eight months there <clears throat> and then ended up not working there anymore, working for Space Buds again, and that was super cool. I was managing there for a while with a couple of really other cool people, and I love the dispensary. Like Galen was saying, it's really nice to be able to deliver knowledge or just, you know, talk to people and get different experiences about how it's a really, you know, medicinal plant for a lot of people, and there's so many different ways that people utilize it. But just being a force in the dispensaries that can remind people that, you know, it's definitely beneficial in a lot more ways, so... But then, you know, again, growing is definitely my end game. So I started trimming at Dow for a while and uh, the lead propagator there ended up quitting. And so then I talked to the owner and I was like, I would love to work in the mother room. And so kind of started there as lead of propagation and now I'm director of propagation for the farm. So it's definitely been a long journey, but I'm stoked to be where I'm at now and just kind of looking forward for the future. Right on. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Wow. Where does the term 420 come from? Ooh, this is a spicy question. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people have opinions on this one. <laughs> Let me just readjust for this one. I'm really curious. So in my cannabis journey, for what I've known 420 to be has always been a celebration of cannabis or just a, a really fun day to get together and get stoned. And so that's kind of what I grew up knowing. And then, you know, times change and you hear different things from different people. And people are like, why do you celebrate 420? Isn't that like Hitler's birthday or something? Oh, God, and I so hate that one. It just became like, <laughs> I don't know, there's a lot of different viewpoints on 420. But yeah, I, I've always just known it to be a super stoner holiday and mm -hmm. just get munchies with your friends, maybe skip school that day and just get really blazed, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Galen? Well, I mean... There's a couple, so I've heard a lot of different stories about it, 
I've heard a lot of different stories about it. So for me, like, it was always just that, what were memes before memes? You know, it was that meme thing. Everybody said it, 420, man, it's 420. It's written on walls everywhere. It's in the back. It's like written on every stall in existence on this planet. Like 420 has been written on that wall. You go to a Hilton Inn, it's written on the wall somewhere, I guarantee it. You know, so that's what I always saw was just like, yeah, 420. And you tried really hard to smoke at 420, 420 on, on 420. the dot, yeah. on the dot. Uh, and I've heard a lot of stories that the Hitler one was yeah. like, I was always like, why do we got to do this? Why do we got to do this? Why are we doing this here right Like, why now, do we got to compare everything to Hitler? The dude was a shithead. Stop comparing stop stuff to it him. Up. Like, yeah. It's not worth it. <laughs> yeah. He is not He's worth not, it. Exactly. Why do we keep reminding ourselves, like, ugh, push mm-hmm, that up? Mm-hmm. So I guess the actual story is, I, I'm i pretty sure it's just like deadheads kind of did it. You know, the deadheads did it. It was their generation. The fucking deadheads did it. The deadheads it. did it. I yeah. love that. Love that. <laughs> I like that. You yeah. know, one story that I heard was Southern California, Northern California, like a group of kids would get out of high school and they would meet up because they had heard something about like there were some plants that somebody had found and they're like you know it's like look on the map like all right we're going hunting for a secret garden of weed right on (laughs) you know so like secret garden of weed let's go and they've amassed Uh, all of this proof too (laughs) they have it's interesting to to take a look at how quickly that became a thing too because it's like it's like generations before us, but it's so ingrained in the culture now right. that it's like, we don't even think of it as not part of, like, as soon as I understood the implications, it was like, boom, like, that is what I will think forever now. It's just connected to smoking weed and having a good time. Exactly. <laughs> One of my boyfriends and I were super nerds and used to text each other every day at 420 with like a heart and like a smoke oh, emoji. Cute. Cute. <laughs> I Adorable. love that. Adorable. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh my yeah. gosh. Awesome. <laughs> this is really cute. Yeah. I think that because it came out of a similar location and a similar time period, that there's probably elements of truth to a lot of the different stories that come out of California of where it came from. Like, obviously, it's in California is where it came from. Mm-hmm. Like, enough of the stories all include certain elements that you're like, okay, there's truth there because obviously enough people sharing the story have a core similarities. Totally. A lot of people want to take credit for it, though. That's all I'm going to say. You know, that's like the ultimate thing to have as a stoner is that the ability to say that you have the creation of 420. I'll tell you what it is now. We've put so much power in the word on our own outside of its initial inception that I think it, they no longer have any like say over it. I think that it just belongs with too many people now that it... It's got a life of its own. (laughs) (laughs) When you work at a dispensary, it's a really stressful day. It's so fun, though. Oh, man. I love 420 and dispensaries. Like, everybody is in such a great mood. Everybody's usually super blazed already before they come in there. Just like, what's the best thing, man? Yeah, yeah. It's so fun. And they're like, oh, we need this because we're going to go have a 420 party. We're going to go smoke with all of our friends. What's your biggest, like, wax joint? Like, you know, like... Do you have any like canagars? Like we're trying to get super faded. Let me get all the scissor. So I, I love it on four twenty. I think it's a great day there. <laughs> My favorite thing is to sell those like um, those giant like ten to twelve gram. Oh pre-rolls. yeah, the joints. Yeah, yeah just like the, the, the giant supremes. Yeah. yeah, crazy. They are super fun to just Massive. have at parties. 
You just like kind of pass them around. Mm-hmm. It's more about putting smoke in the air more than anything, <laughs> you know? That's where you perfect your smoke rings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That actually leads into the next question. How do you celebrate 420? <laughs> it varies, you yeah. know? Definitely varies, but classically, a blunt. That's the way I go. I love smoking blunts. Super solid. Um, couple friends, couple homies, or your cat, you know? Smoke it up on 420 at 420 or preferably all day. <laughs> yeah. I was say, 420 yeah. if you can, Hopefully. preferably all day. Okay. You gotta make sure to hit it on the dot. And then you just have to load up on munchies. Nachos, Doritos, yeah. pretzels. Yeah. Crunchy, mm-hmm. salty things. Mm-hmm. 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 How do you guys celebrate 420? Hmm. I always forget. <laughs> Classic stoner move. That's the most 420 thing you could ever do, to be honest. It's hard cl- <laughs> That's pretty hardcore stoner. I, I don't know. I don't know if they give out crowns for like the most hardcore stoner in the room. But forgetting to smoke on 420 is a classic yeah. move. <laughs> I just it just sneaks up on you. <laughs> yeah. It's less than a month away. <laughs> yeah. That's the day that my parents are flying in. Oh, Mom, Dad, we're getting blazed. Are you ready? No, it's going to be great. How do you do it? If I remember, and it's a weekend, I just try to smoke all day. Yeah. So I end up napping half of the day. Oh, yeah. It's delightful, though. Classic. Oh, let's do an audiobook. Just smoke all day, nap. It's a lot of snoring sounds for like a good portion of it. Live stream. This is 420. Just nap time. It's meditation. It's not napping. There you go. There you go. What do they what do they call that thing where they like tap on stuff? It's... ASMR. Uh, that's weird name. Well, well that's, that's the abbreviation for it. It's the letters stand for I'm no idea. It's like it's ASMR. ASMR. Sensory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're close. You're getting there. You're like almost there. Yeah, I don't. It's so something su- reflexes. I don't yeah. know. It's such a scientific name for so- something that's so like spiritual. I don't enjoy like, hearing people emotional? chew. Like I don't even enjoy hearing myself chew. Yeah. But I think it's just depends because some people's it, like ASMR can manifest in different things that they obsess over. It's just sensory of some kind, usually. It also feels super intimate when someone's just like talking in your ear and you're like, I don't know you. (laughs) I feel like I've been forced into phone sex. I don't know. (laughs) This is uncomfortably intimate. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) <laughs> where did we get on what <laughs> how did we get here <laughs> where are we uh, I'm trying to trace it back so hard and I can't wait hold on I still want to go forward just a little bit though. Uh, is like the white noise of a fan when you're sleeping is that yeah, ASMR that's is a good noise. Noise. yeah I think so actually okay. All right. I have an air purifier that I'm like if it's not on it's weird silence is deadly <laughs> it's weird yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to think that I didn't need it, but then I realized the thing that it provides is that consistency to sort of help drown out sudden sounds in the night that could just wake you up. Mm-hmm. And if you're really a light, yeah, if you're a light sleeper, it actually helps sort of drown out those little things that would normally wake you up because it just is a baseline for your brain to process this while you're sleeping. 
Science? Right. <laughs> Works. That's why they tell you if your baby can't sleep, try to run the vacuum. Mm-hmm. Or drive them in the car. Not mm-hmm. too. Yeah. And I'm sure even just playing to like things like classical music, they're good to help them sleep. Mm-hmm. I love the theory that playing classical music makes your baby smart. <laughs> from the like, from when they're like, like you know what I mean. From when it's they're the being complexity of the sound stuff. waves. I think that helps the development of their brain. It does. It has to. It does affect the brain waves. Different yeah. music. It's interesting how music affects plants too. I was just gonna say they mm-hmm. did a study on that. Yeah. In the mother room, I definitely sing to the plants. I play different music for the plants. It's awesome. It's, it's a whole like they, vibe. Somehow they were they were able to prove they had this guy that was taking care of the plants. He like went on a flight somewhere, and they reacted. They had some sort of reaction every time he landed or took off. I don't know how they were able to ter- to determine that, yeah. but I'm like that's huh. I don't think my plants are bonded to me, though. <laughs> I don't think they, they would give a shit if I left. Don't give them a little kiss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I need to try this final piece of chev cake. Oh, yeah. The chocolate's really good. Those have it's all been like fantastic. Cocoa. They are very good. I will I will try one. Yeah, try, dude, you gotta go this for day. it. I'm just gonna go. I'm just going in with the fingers. Just send it. Delicious. Fantastic, right? <laughs> it's fantastic. Excellent. Mm, there is another vendor at the Saturday market that I... Mm, mm, so good. She does pies. <laughs> oh, mm. yeah. She does pies. She does the best strawberry rhubarb pie I have ever eaten in my life, and that is my favorite pie. Whoever you are, you are mm, well, my hero. This will get revisited. When we do our, we're doing folklore yeah. of Eugene over the summer. Sure. So we're going to get stories from people in like the Saturday market and we're going to do some stuff at the Oregon Country Fair and we're going to put together a you little mini series. Is really going to happen? Yes, it, it does. is. Yeah. Tickets go on happening. sale at the beginning of April. It's happening in the same place. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. I can confirm okay. it is, is happening. <laughs> but what's, what's happened is because of the ice storm, the, there's like not going to be as many stages because of mm. the amount of damage. And uh. a lot of people aren't coming back. So mm. it's going to be much smaller than we remember it. So they're having their, yeah, as far as I know, they're working on getting volunteers and trying to fill out as far as like the support network but there's definitely been a lot of turmoil because of the influence of the last two years but you guys are gonna go like and interview people and stuff there as well yeah that's so fantastic i'm hoping to be on a crew this year so i can camp Ooh, yeah i heard camping was the best i've never been really i've lived in oregon for maybe three or four maybe five years now every year i've been working or the last two you know maybe three years we haven't had it rather so it's like Kind of like, oh man, so I'm so stoked to hear that it's like it is going, going down. Happening. They're happening. limiting how many tickets they're making available this year compared to years in past to ensure smaller crowds. There aren't as many stage stages, so there won't be as many places with music and live performances happening. It'll be different. <laughs> It'll be very different. And I think that there's a bit of shock around that. That's going to be an interesting thing to be a part of. Well, I think it's a perfect time to chronicle people's stories. 
Because this is a time that they're faced with a lot of dramatic changes that they've never experienced before. They're going to be reflecting on the past and what they had and what they've lost and what they still have. Like, it's not completely gone, but it's definitely not the same thing. So it's going to be a bit of metamorphosis, I believe. Kind of a uh, interesting parallel to how Eugene is growing and changing we we it's interesting that it's happening at the exact same time it's like a weird parallel yeah what do you got there vertical pre-rolls some skunk tarts skunk tarts (laughs) i have not had it yet so i'm unsure would you like to do the honors no i started one already someone else should start one one i'm sure this it's eugene Eugene, pretty much everywhere you go, something's gonna smell like weed. Yeah, Yeah. I love the smell. It trips me out how every strain can smell so different. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of my favorite things. I appreciate the range and subtlety of the shape and color of it. Yeah, it's so cool to see. To just be like, (laughs) it's purple. How is it purple? And that one is orange. (laughs) (laughs) What? It's so cool. I love it. Yeah. I think it's interesting how you can look at one and be like, "Whoa, that's such a mean looking one!" Like it's just like got a lot of, just a lot of, a lot angry of spikes. angry spikes on it everywhere. And then you'll look at another one, and you're like, "Oh, it's just so adorable so and fluffy. <laughs> it's a fluffy one." And you're like, "I could sleep on this one, but the other one will stab me in my sleep." Like, yeah. and it's so it's like really interesting. <laughs> It kind of reminded me. I would love if you put together a book like that. Yeah. (laughs) Photos of, and everyone has a caption, a description of what's really happening. (laughs) I think that would be a fantastic coffee table book. (laughs) I think, and like the kind of coffee table book you want to be out for people to see it. (laughs) If it's pop up, any stoner will open that. So it's got to be a pop-up book. I don't have any pop-up books. I have pop-up Christmas cards, though. uh, There it is. It's not the same. That's Christmas. Yeah, the pop-up books, it tells a story. That's true. It tells a story, yeah. Yeah. You have, like, some pages are pop-up. Some are, like, the the three-dimensional texture texture thing, you know. I like the ones that, like, It's not one to tap off. you can have the move ones, yeah. I just didn't want to lose your cherry there, so. Camping. Sorry. I'm really feeling very chatty this evening. (laughs) This is excellent. Thank you. Okay, last question. In five words or less, describe what being high is like. Oh, yeah. I mean, good luck with five words. I got you on that. I am. I was about to say, I'm about to fall on my fingers here. Are you taking the rail here? I mean, for me, it's... um... All right, I'm going to throw in some positives and some negatives here. It can be very uplifting. It can be very intense. I always need to be very careful, so I love that uplifting feel. It's very uplifting for me, and that's what I seek. It's very uplifting. Sometimes I can't see things from... Oh, it's not. It's way more than five words. Mm-hmm. It's not, I'll stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> I talk mean, about weed so hard. I could just go, man. <laughs> I love weed a lot. I will relinquish. Man. Okay, I'd probably say blissful, relaxing, 
carefree, appetite, and heady. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. I, like I love that. it. That's that a good word. <laughs> heady yeah. is true. And it's such a versatile word for so many aspects of what it really yeah. is. Oh, totally. Right on. That was a good question. Let's see. I think I have one. Chatty balloon-headed roller coaster. <laughs> oh, wow. That was a good that's Same. awesome. Wow. That's really good. Roller coaster, huh? It like out of context doesn't make sense, but in context makes 100%. so much sense. <laughs> yeah. You know? Sounds I'm like thinking... a jumbled sentence, but it's not. Yeah. I'm thinking fluffy concrete shoes. Ooh. Oh, wow, you okay, guys are okay. freaking good at this. You guys are good I at wasn't, this. I wasn't going that route. <laughs> yeah, no, shoot. No, no. I was about she to just say you. sentences and go on. She just it. inspired me. I was like, ooh, okay. You said yeah. fluffy concrete Concrete shoes. shoes. That's brilliant. I yeah, that makes a lot words. of sense. Isn't it? It's very poetic, yeah. I think. Those Dang. are good ones. Yeah, you guys killed it. Ooh, can I throw another one in there? Do oh, it. you guys are so... Do that was, was so good. That was really great. That was really great. I still don't think mine's going to be as good, but oh my God, those were so good. Flying second pair of eyes. Flying second pair of eyes. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Sometimes I feel I, that. I, you know, yeah. sometimes I can see outside perspective when I'm high and I can't when I'm sober, you know? Sure. You get out of your way. Mm-hmm. Has, yeah. Has everybody watched Midnight Gospel? Oh my God! Yes, I watched that I whole show on a quarter ounce of shrooms. Shrooms, oh, bless it, oh. bless up. That was the first time I took a quarter ounce of shrooms because oh. of some Were crazy. You alone? Okay, so I was living with my roommate at the time, so I was just in my room by myself, and I just Respect. sat there and watched it with my cats. I was like, okay, go, whole thing, and then I started to rewatch it and fell asleep. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah, I highly recommend it it's to so everybody. Good. Yeah, I have not. I have not finished it, but I I have watched like the first three episodes. And it's something I really need to watch. I tell I tell it's my wonderful. mom. I was like, Mom, I know you you probably won't like it, but you need to at least listen to the first episode and the last episode if you're gonna do anything because yeah. she likes to do things while she has stuff on the TV. Yeah. So I'm like just. Have that on in the he has a podcast. Can to it's him. based off of his yeah, podcast, Duncan yeah. Trussell. It's freaking yeah. awesome. I listen to that stuff mm-hmm. quite frequently at work. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Shout out to him. It's good stuff. The Duncan Trussell, Trussell Family Hour. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that ridiculous. Welcome. <laughs> 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 Love it. Super yeah, solid. That one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kiki, for making this happen. Yeah, uh-huh. definitely. Thanks for inviting yeah. us. Yeah, yeah it's super awesome. pleasure. It's my pleasure. Yeah. It's and all fun. the snacks. Oh man, <laughs> what a host! So you much munchies, munchy cheese. Yeah, I can't get enough of these cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, before cookie you eat that cookie, I want to know your first experience as well. Oh, mm. true. I, you know, I, I feel like. I had already met you at Starbucks before you had your first experience with weed, right? You met Kiki at Starbucks too? I did. Oh, I did. So and she, I was, I'm positive you weren't smoking no. yet. So. No, I wasn't. What, what was your first experience? Um, I'm so, uh. I don't, I don't remember what discussion brought it on, but I went up to a friend's and met, uh, it was me, Melissa, and another Sarah. 
And we decided to... She was in the La Llorona episode. <laughs> no, not that one. This is a completely different Sarah. Jesus, how many... <laughs> Sarah's... Oh, wait. Never mind. We are one of the most common names in the world. <laughs> yep. No shit. Everyone knows Sarah. Yep. <laughs> yep. I decided to smoke for my first time from a pipe. And then we started jamming. And that was... That was my awesome. first time getting high. It was fun. It was great. It's your guys' go-to stoner show. Mm. <laughs> go-to stoner show. Like, I, you will watch I it no matter what. I binged True Blood last night. I, for no wow. other... I don't Friends? know why. Friends? Well, that's... Okay, I'm not surprised. Friends? No, I'm not surprised whatsoever. <laughs> because you just went to that Friends, like... <laughs> With your mom, right? Oh, <laughs> I was literally, I fell asleep to it before I came over here. Like, it's just tried and true. I've watched all oh 10 seasons oh. like 20,000 times. Like, wow. I love Friends so much. Oh, man. That's well, great. I have coasters. I have, I, I think mine's a toss up between Steven Universe and Adventure Time. <gasps> Ooh, Ooh, Adventure Time! I've binged back and yeah. forth between them. That's awesome. And, uh, I love Steven Universe. It's yeah. such a great show. But they're just they're they're nice short fifteen minute little bite sized pieces. So like, I can pick up. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I've seen this episode. We'll just go from here, mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel mm-hmm. weird because you have to sit through a forty five minute episode before the end of it. It's like right. I'm done. 